Super Talk Mississippi media production. Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Super Talk Mississippi app. And, of course, we're always on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. You can watch good things. We're on your computer or your mobile device. You can just head on over to supertalktv.com. But here on Good Things, we tell you all the time that the best way to stay up to date what we're doing and talking about is over on the Good Things uh, Facebook group. So if you have the Book of Faces, then there's no reason you shouldn't be a part of our ever-growing and expanding family there. I just posted, or shared, should I say, a wonderful story coming from the Mississippi Highway Patrol, or the Mississippi Woman, should I say, and it's declared Hero of the Day. You always love when you see these great headlines connected to who we know are heroes. That's the men and women who wear blue. And it was Officer Dean. He's a Mississippi Highway Patrolman. He responded within 10 minutes of a call and immediately began to help the lady and a friend uh, whose vehicle had had a blowout. And even though the lady told him, you know what, I can do this myself, he said, no, ma'am, you got some freshly painted nails. Let me help you out. (laughs) I don't know if that's exactly how the story went down, uh, but he he said, slide on over. Let me get in there and give you um, a help in hand and exactly what he what he did and that's what they do they're out there to help protect and to serve and kudos to him so if you want a heartwarming story uh, that you can share and spread a little love here in Mississippi you definitely can head on over and do that as well and there's a great story coming out of Jackson as much as Jackson has had its woes lately I think it deserves to have its spotlight whenever there's something good um, happening and there's a new sports complex that's actually in the works for the youth of the Jackson community there's an old warehouse off of Raymond Road if you know that area and has had many titles over the years. It was originally the first Sam's Club in the city and then later became a furniture store and as a lot of new buildings they have to have new life thought of and you know rethought and reinvented and someone said you know what you know what the city needs we need an indoor multi-sports complex on uh, behalf of the Development Academy and New Horizon Ministry. So you also like to see the churches getting out and putting their hands and feet where they should be and providing a safe space for kids to be able to come. It looks like there's going to be uh, courts of all kinds for lots of other of lots of activities. Activities. There's so much room for activities. So much room for activities. You've got basketball. You've got rock climbing. You've got 
boxing and tennis and all kinds of things that are going to be able to go on in here and it's going to be a refuge for kids and the youth in the area to come and be physically uh, fit or, or I guess express their physical fitness but also dabble in other kinds of art and so you know it's so easy just to go right down the tanker of unfortunate things that are um, you know that are happening in the capital city it's good to be reminded and that's what we're here for on good things that there are still positive stories that are are breaking through and a lot of people aren't giving up and I think that's something we should uh, think about too is not giving up on our capital city and at least sharing the good stuff that's going on amongst the real issues that need to be that need to be addressed which I can I can see and get behind that. I can also I just wonder if they have a pickleball court. You know, that's an up and coming sport. We've talked about it here before on good things where I feel like it's it's underground and it's coming to the forefront and more and more before you know it, we're gonna have pickleball Olympics or pickleball in the Olympics. I don't even know how do you play. Is it tennis? Kinda like tennis. So but is it But it's on a smaller court. It's on a smaller court. Okay. Well, I know that that can be uh, something that a lot of people enjoy. Another thing a lot of people enjoy on the weekend is football. It's Friday night here in Mississippi, which means you've got a football game on just about every Super Talk Mississippi uh, radio station or anywhere that you're listening to good things. Don't forget, too, you've got the scoreboard preview show that's coming up tonight. you got that at 6 p.m., followed by the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show. That's after the fact. It comes on at 10 p.m. tonight. But one thing that we're all looking forward to is when the hit show NBC The Voice comes back on. That way we can watch it on TV and root for one of our Mississippi very own. And joining us today is Peyton Aldridge. You've probably heard his name a time or two. I know you have if you've been listening to Good Things. He is on Team Legend this year for the 22nd season, and he's joining us here on Good Things. Hey, Peyton. How are y'all? We're doing well. How's it there in Cleveland? Oh, man, doing good. I've been over here. My daughter's on a little homecoming, a little court thing. She's one of them flower girls, so we've been getting her all dolled up in her dress and doing makeup and all kind of junk. So we've been rolling today. <laughs> you've, been, you've been wearing your daddy hat today. I totally... We have been rolling. I can totally get that. We've also, I think it's been full steam ahead since you came out on the first episode of the 22nd uh, season of The Voice. I can't remember how many weeks ago it was now, Peyton. You probably can't either. It's been a blur. But how has life been since the word got out that you made you it what, onto the show? I tell you what, it's been crazy. And I just want to say that it's been crazy the amount of love and support that I've had from people that I haven't talked to in years that's been keeping up with me and people I've never met before. And I tell you what, it's just a blast, and it just feels good knowing that people reaching out and supporting you. And I just love it. I love it. I love it. It's like a, I don't know, it's almost like a drug, man. I can't get enough of it. I love it. Well, and it's just begun because, if I'm correct, it's you haven't made it. Like, I mean, you've made it onto the show. I mean, you made it on teams, but they're still sort of collecting their teams. The different coaches are. So, what's the next round for you in the in the competition? Yeah. So the next round is a battle round, and uh, this one's pretty excited. I'm ready. I'm ready for y'all to see it, and uh, y'all gonna enjoy it. And I'm just battle round's pretty cool, especially working with a partner. And uh, of course, I can't say who right now, but. It's just a, it's an awesome experience, and I'm excited. 
So, Peyton, I, I've talked to enough uh, people who have been on these shows. Todd Tillman's a, a good friend of Good Things. You know, he yep. won season 18 of The Voice. He was on Team Blake. And it's always interesting to me how these things work. So how long, Peyton, have you known that you made it past at least the blind audition? Like, when did that actually happen for you? <laughs> it's been a hot minute, I tell you what. We went back, we went back, I think we went out there, I'm going to say around June. So... I've been knowing since June, mid-June. So you've had to keep this secret, secret. yeah. (laughs) I know, it's hard, man, it is hard. And, uh, but we gotta do what we gotta do. All right, so back us up even further than that. Who encouraged you? Because were you pursuing music or did you just enjoy singing prior to going through the audition process? Oh, absolutely, I've always pursued music. And it was really until about last year where I kind of sat down, me and my wife kind of sat down, and I told her, I said, look, I need one year of me focusing on my craft. I, I need one year to get all my, dot my eyes and, and, you know, all that stuff. And So for the past year, I've been working really hard, me and my manager, Bubba Cole. We've been going to Nashville pretty much every weekend, trying to get in that scene and uh, really write, focus on writing and trying to really find out who I am because at the time I never really knew who I was. And for last year I went doing some soul searching and I've got the idea of where I was and who I am. And uh, just, I saw a little article on Facebook about the voice and I shot a little video up there and I got a confirmation that I made it. So, I mean, it's been crazy and I'm excited and I, God's timing's always perfect. So I'm just excited. Now, while you were doing that, you were also living. Are you born and raised there in Cleveland? So I was born, actually, in Marks, Mississippi, a very small town of Marks, Mississippi. And I moved here in 2010 when my mom married my stepfather. You won't believe this, uh, Peyton, but one of my best friends in college was from Darlin, Mississippi. Really? Right there. Yep. If you know, you know, because it's just a I small... I know. My brother, my brother actually farms up there around Darling and Sledge area. <laughs> I don't know many hidden communities in Mississippi, but <laughs> Darling is, is definitely uh, one of them. And right there, when you call Marks the town that you go to, you know you're from a really uh, small community. But That's right. But it seems like that the town of Cleveland, too, got to have a little bit of exposure during your audition because they came... Did they come before they knew you were selected or after you knew you were selected to do the little they video? Came, they they came after I've been selected. So you had to keep it a secret. Yeah, so the film crew, the film crew that actually came, they subcontract those people out, I'm assuming, because they had no idea. They were just doing what the boys told them to do. And they kept asking me, and I was like, nope, I don't know. You've got to keep on watching. <laughs> so so well, well, can hard. we keep on talking, Peyton? Can you hang on? Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to hang good. on with Peyton Aldred. He's on season 22 of NBC's The Voice, coming up next here on Good Things. Cashing all my yesterdays and all my tomorrows, throwing all the eyes I could beg, still if I what I wouldn't give, what I wouldn't do. Yeah, trading all my days for one more night with you.
and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Watch Good Things. We're on your computer or your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku and Amazon Fire TV devices. You can even find Good Things on Seek Spire TV. We're on Channel 70, right next to the Weather Channel. But you can catch our guest, Peyton Aldridge, on NBC. He's He is on Season 22 of the new season, The Voice. He's on Team Legend, which Peyton, would that have been your first choice? Would have been John Legend, or would you have taken anybody, to be honest? Wow. I, first off, when I went there, I said, you know what? And I told my parents, my wife, I was like, look, whoever turns that chair first, that's who I'm going with. And and I wanted Blake Shelton, of course, who, what country guy don't want Blake Shelton? And it's kind of funny because John turned, and then literally I saw Blake turn. I didn't even know Blake was blocked because I was so out of it. I just saw that chair turn, and I was like, oh, my God, I got Blake Shelton. <laughs> then at the very end, I realized he was blocked. <laughs> Well, I love that though. That goes to show that he knew that that would be you would be someone that uh, Blake would want. Obviously, with the country roots that you have, but I'm excited for you to maybe go in a different route. I mean, just as a viewer, I always think that the country artists lend themselves to Blake because it makes sense that the shoe fits, you know, wear it. Yeah. But then you never know; someone can pull pull something else uh, unique out of you by being uh, a little bit different or leaning towards a different way. So I'm excited to see how. You being coached by someone who's got their roots and soul will lend itself to, you know, what you're naturally naturally good at. I want to get back, though, to the camera crews coming to Cleveland to do a yep. little thing because I was I was sitting there with my girls watching TV, and I had no idea. I tried to try to keep up with things, Peyton, but, you know, you never know. <laughs> and here you go. But it was the community. You were a basketball coach or, or still are, I think, assistant coach, and then your you're family. Sure. So did you know, had you seen the, the that your daddy or your grandpa threw you under the bus before or after the video came out about how you used to practice your guitar? <laughs> so he's a character, son. And uh, that's my stepfather, Rodney. And uh, But no, man, when they came out here and videoed, and we're actually filming on the front porch here, and it was so funny because when he started saying the pothouse, that's what he called the toilet. Because when I was, <laughs> I always just go in the bathroom, lock the door, and I just sit on the toilet. Because anybody that sings knows the bathroom has got the best acoustics. And it's got the reverb and all the other stuff. And he, and when he said, there ain't no telling how many pothouses, bro, I said, man, these people going to think I'm a pothead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved it. And he said he'd, he'd rock back and forth and wear them, wear out the toilet seats. I got so tickled. I said, if that is not a Mississippi family member, then, you know, I don't know what is. And so, no, I think it was it was gold. It, it, yeah, I fell in love with you and your family and the whole thing, you know, sort of, sort of right then. And, you know, that's what Mississippi does. As we rally around. So how has the support been like there in Cleveland uh, for now that it's out that, you know, you're going to be on the show? Yeah, man, it's just unreal, man. And like I said, I've had support my whole time and, and just it's really shown a lot, man. It's just like walking around town and all of a sudden somebody comes up, a little kid comes up to you and say, hey, I saw you on the TV show. And of course, man, that makes it feel good. And I'm not the one really for a spotlight like that. But it's just cool to see those kids smile and just be excited when they come around me. And even just these fans that just show up, man, I just, 
And for me to, and they always come up to me and say, man, I loved your story and all this other stuff. And it just made me feel good that those people can relate, you know, and that's just, I don't know, it's just a blessing and I'm just, God's good is all I can say. Well, it's definitely going to be a ride. We just followed uh, Chapel Heart. They've become good friends of ours here at Good Things as well through their yeah. rise. So you definitely know what, you know, this can do in terms of opening the doors to, to new fans and, and your brand. So. You know, I, we wish you absolutely the best, but a lot of that's going to be song choices. And so you chose Can't You See by the Marshall Tucker Band as your song to sort of audition on stage there at The Voice. What made you choose that song? Well, what made me choose that song was just, I think it kind of showcases my kind of soul that I have. And uh, that's really why I chose it, you know, and I just felt like I could show my range and and all that good stuff through that. So that's really why I picked it. So, Are you getting, well, you can't tell us. Can you tell us anything about the, the next round? I can just say that you ain't going to want to miss it. It's very good. My partner is the best person in the world. And, uh, we Do they become all like family fast? No, man, it does. That's the, that's the best part about these shows. It's not the fame and not the spotlight right there. It's just the bond and connections that you meet and the friendships, I mean, because they really do last a lifetime. And we talk to everybody that was there every single day. I mean, they become literally your best friend. And that, that's the coolest part about me is because you actually meet good people and just make friendships. That's what it's all about. Where is the show actually uh, filmed? Yeah, it's actually filmed in Universal Studios in Burbank, California. What's the weather like there? Oh, my God. You go out there, and it's 70 degrees, no rain. And it's actually funny because being from Mississippi, you know, it's raining one day. Next day, it's 108 degrees. Next day, it's 32 degrees. You just never know. And out there, it's 70 degrees, no humidity, and it's just beautiful. And the funny story about it is I saw rain one time I was out there, and literally L.A. turns into a ghost town when it rains because no one – knows how to drive in the rain and that's what all the local people said that when it rains <laughs> no one knows how to drive in the rain because they're not used to it that's funny we we here in mississippi you know we don't drive in snow and ice and things like that but you know we'll yep. get out in the middle of a thunderstorm or a tornado <laughs> warning in a heartbeat and try to run for, no for some milk and bread or whatever Ain't no doubt. whatever it may be well i know there's a lot uh going on too you mentioned your daughter and uh, the homecoming i guess festivities but then you also have yep. Oktoberfest. i think is going on in cleveland this weekend the 40th annual and we had uh the main street association on this past week and she gave us the the um end that you were going to be headlining or singing so what are you doing this weekend in, in your hometown yeah so tomorrow i'm actually playing i'm starting at 10 o'clock in the morning and i'm gonna play for about 30 minutes actually is what i'm doing and uh we was actually i'm glad they called because we're actually heading to nashville we got a writing session tomorrow and sunday because we're getting ready to put out an ep and uh they called and asked what i love to perform and i said absolutely so at 10 o'clock tomorrow, I'm playing downtown on the stage. Will that be a surreal moment since it's hometown? Oh, absolutely. I played it I played it there in the past. I didn't play it last year. And uh, it's just, I'm just fortunate and blessed to get back out there on the stage because it really is an awesome stage and just a great atmosphere. Now, I know you play the guitar, but Cleveland is known for their pianos that are around town that's been decorated. Can you absolutely. Have you stopped and had a, you know, given a, a piano a good, a good tune? Oh, absolutely. You know, my piano is my actually best instrument, my favorite instrument. I've been playing that thing since I was five years old. And uh, 
No, but if you keep on watching TV, maybe you'll see me out there on the piano. You never know. You need to. I think you need, you know, we know Trisha Walker really well here, too, on Good Things. And we, maybe we need to get one of those pianos if you make it to the very end of the voice. That's that right. Needs to be, That's right. I'm just going ahead and speaking that on into existence. It should be one of the props <laughs> that, that wind up there on, on the NBC, NBC stage. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you're, you mentioned songwriting. Was that your first love, or was the actual music of singing your first love? Actual musical love, and it's really, I've, I've wrote some songs in the past, but I've never really focused on that craft, and and really, you know, I've got excited, like Chris Stapleton and all them people are my favorite people, because I started diving into music and kind of dissecting how these guys do it, and they write their own music, and of course they do co-writes and stuff like that, and, and I was talking to a guy, and they said, do as many co-writes as you can, because... Everybody's got different ideas, and, they, and it's pretty cool how they can come together. So we started co-writing. Actually, me and my manager about a year ago, before he was my manager, he's actually my bro oldest brother's father-in-law. He's been knowing me since I was three years old. And uh, literally about a year ago, we was at my brother's house, and we just sat right there and wrote a song. And I was like, man, this is this feels good. I love it. So we started writing and going to Nashville and writing with all these hit song makers, and it's just been a blast. And I absolutely freaking love it. I mean, it's just the craft of it to have nothing, then you walk out and you got a fully ready song ready to go. It's just it's incredible. Well, you should have plenty to pull from living in the Delta, coming from Mark's, knowing where Darling is. There's plenty. <laughs> <laughs> you got plenty of content for a good country song. But I'm excited to see you maybe uh, get challenged a little bit and see what yep. John Legend does. Now, does with you, like he's going, <laughs> I guess it could be scary, I don't know. Um, okay, so go back and remind us, I know 10 o'clock in the morning, but when when will uh, the voice come back for, for your next part? So the battle round starts October the 11th, that's when the episode starts premiering. Whether I'm on that episode or not, I have no idea, because we right. really don't know until we get aired. And uh, But now October 11th is when the battle starts, so. All right, you'll tuned. be back. Stay tuned. And where can we find you online to support and follow everything that you're yeah. doing, Peyton? Yeah, you can follow me on Facebook. I got under Peyton Aldridge Music. And uh, Instagram is the Peyton Aldridge. And TikTok is the Peyton Aldridge as well. So I've, you can pretty much find me on every social media but Twitter just because I don't know how to work that thing. <laughs> well, go ahead and put your daddy hat back on and go take care of your homecoming flower girl. I know those yes, are the memories that matter the most, but we'll be keeping up with you, Peyton. And thank you for your time. Yes, ma'am. Thank you all so much. All righty, y'all. Stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Mississippi. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
You can watch good things on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And coming up on October 28th, one of the greatest bands ever, that would be Chicago, will be at the Brandon Amphitheater in you guessed it, Brandon, Mississippi. Tickets for the show are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. But now is your chance to win a pair of tickets to see, you guessed it, Chicago, be the... 13th. 13th. Lucky number, number 13. 13. <laughs> Person to text into the ceasefire text line. That's 601-879-4395. With the key phrase to win a pair of tickets, the key phrase is color my world so color my world be number 13 uh, texter and you will win a pair of tickets to see chicago again that's october the 28th but if you don't win you can purchase your tickets now at ticketmaster.com or at the brandon amphitheater box office and while you're using your thumbs to get in on that, I want to introduce who are joining us here on Good Things. It's Mr. Jamie Stone. He's the president of Mississippi Adopt a Hero. What a good organization. They are a five-year-old nonprofit established to support first responders in Pike County, and they're up to some good. So, hey, Jamie. Hey, Rebecca. How you doing? Doing well. Do you know the band Chicago? I do. Well, I'm sorry I didn't tell you soon enough. You can't text, but I can't win it either. So <laughs> we might as well just talk about something good while everybody else is trying to win win those tickets where we can't. But tell me about Bye. Mississippi Adopt a Hero. This is a wonderful idea, for, I think, for an organization. Yeah. Um, like you said, we started about five years ago. I guess technically uh, that's when we became a 501c3 um, uh, but about a year before that, a buddy of mine uh, just kind of recognized um, that, generally speaking, our first responders needed some support in the community. Um, he had a son uh, who was a firefighter, and on his own, he just started having some events um, to show that appreciation for what they do, and he was raising some money, and um, it got to be a good bit of money, and um, he gave me a call, and he said, you know, I need some help with this. It's it's getting a little bit bigger, and um, I think we need to have a full-on organization with a board and that sort of thing. So um, we then called a couple more buddies and, and sat down and started thinking it through, and then we realized, um, you know, we could add uh, maybe an attorney, a CPA, and have all the pieces we needed to, to be able to run a board without having to pay for a lot of outside services and that sort of thing. So um, that's when we got it off the ground in um, 2017 and started meeting regularly and had our first event in uh, 18 and have been going at it ever since. And so these events are there for, who all is they for? Who do you, conser who do you consider a first responder? Uh, it is going to be firefighters and police officers and the um, um, ambulance uh, services. So those are all considered first responders for our organization. So you got a lot of folks out there then who can take part in these events to relax and just have a good time and, and know that they're appreciated. And I think it's definitely a good thing to let them know. Sometimes their hard work goes unseen. We hope most of us, I think, hope we don't see any of them <laughs> at work, yeah. right? But then when we have to, we're so glad that they're there and that they chose that profession um, that doesn't get a lot of thanks. And so I know you've got a special event coming up this weekend, I do believe. It's a golf tournament? 
Yes, ma'am. That's uh, that's going to be at Quail Hollow in uh, Percy Quinn. It's a nice golf course here in Pike County, and uh, this will be our fifth annual tournament. Uh, we call it the Hero Masters, and we'll put hero in front of, you know, like we have an obstacle course race we call the Hero Dash, and um, this will be the Hero Masters, and um, so we let all the first responders play for free. Um, and we feed them, and they get to kind of relax, knock their brain out of gear, and have some fun. And then we raise money. We have all these businesses and individuals that donate, and we put signs up everywhere, and they play alongside of them. Um, and so we just make it a big day where everybody can have some fun and relax. And then the the um, the money that we make, we um, use to buy equipment for them. And uh, we feel like we're going to try to target equipment that keeps them safe in the field and helps them do their job better, maybe save somebody else's life. So um, through the years, we've, we've bought tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment, and that's kind of our dual purpose, you know, um, support them, show our appreciation, and then secondly, you know, buy them equipment that they need. It's interesting, Jamie, when you think about just giving them, you know, you mentioned the word, or you said uh, shift gears or sort of knock out of gear, however, you, my mind took it as sort of shift mm-hmm. gears, right? Like you can sort of decompress, you can, mm-hmm. you know, step back from the role of being alert and on, on call or on duty and just, you know, be yourself or sort of have, have some good fellowship. You would think, well, they probably get that at home or whatever it may be, but you don't recognize how special that is until they're also able to fellowship with people who understand what they're going through, which is their colleagues, even if it's in a different sort of first responder um, job. What, how has that been? How, what's the feedback been from the, from the events that you have had? Oh, it's, it's just been building um, through the years, um, the, the, the positive things that we've been seeing. And, and um, just this morning we had, uh, the captain of the NBN come come in. We got him some um, some really nice flashlights, and um, he was just so thankful. And, and he's going to try to get a team together and uh, and play. And um, they just they just need to know that that people care about them, you know, because it just seems like in the news and all um, it's the other way around. And so. I, I really think they um, they appreciate it a great deal, and, and we appreciate them. Well, I think more communities should think about that, should be adopting a hero. I love that idea. I can see fun things for Christmas, too, right, around around our first responders. I think it should become, you know, a trend. I think we should all be thinking about ways that we can show them that we appreciate them. And one way would be come out and play golf this coming, mm-hmm. our next coming Thursday, I think if I got that right, the the, the 14th, it may be a Friday. 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 You can come Thursday, yeah. but then you'll have to stick around for Friday. <laughs> and if we want to go back, Jamie, and sign up or get a team or just find out more about what you're up to with your organization, where do we do that? Okay, please go to our website. It's msadoptahero.com, MS for Mississippi, uh, msadoptahero.com. And from there, you know, the first thing you'll see is is um, the event, and you can click and go to the events page. From there, you can um, um, click a button and, and get the form. And so uh, to register to play or to be a sponsor, the form is right there. And, you know, if you get it into us by Wednesday the 12th, 
you're in. And um, I'm just throwing this out. Hopefully, it, you know, all over the state, you know, even if you're not from Pike County, just come out here and play golf if you like to play golf. Or there's a, a, a little donate button um, at the top corner of the website in red uh, writing where you could just donate. Uh, like I said, we are a tax-exempt organization, so you can uh, get a tax deduction when you do that. Well, I hope you all have beautiful weather. hope you have a big turnout. And give all the first responders a big hug and high five from me, okay? We will. We will. Thank you, Rebecca. Uh, I appreciate you, you yeah. giving me your time here. Absolutely. I think it's, it's a worthy cause. So good luck to you guys. All right. Thank you. What a cool idea. Adopt a hero. I love it. I feel like all school classes everywhere should adopt a hero and show them love and support or whatever it may be, whether it's just cards or just little happies or tokens of appreciation. I mean, you know, my love language, though, is affirmation. So I can totally get where just a two thumbs up, a high five, a hug, a hey, we appreciate you being out there in the, you know, rain, sleet, snow, shine, whatever it may be, thinking about our safety first uh, goes uh, a really long way. I know your dad was a police officer when you were growing up, and even the big burly ones, they love it when the community's like, hey, I see you, and thank you for, for what you're doing. We wouldn't be safe with without you guys. We have a winner, though, right? We do. Daryl. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So I appreciate everyone who texted in, who didn't win. Remember, you can still get your tickets to see Chicago on Ticketmaster.com. But if you're in the area, I highly recommend swooping on by and getting them from the box office. The box office. Save yourself. The fees, because you're going to need that cash for the bubblies. Because <laughs> they're proud of them on the other side. But if you've never been to a concert there at the amphitheater, you should put that on your to-do list. Man, they really, the facility, it, it puts on, it helps make a good show even, even better. All right, stick with us. we got a few more good things for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. That's the Geller Show Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Of course, us here with Good Things and Sports Talk Mississippi. You got your favorites too, like Thunder and Lightning, The Red Report, even Eagle Hour. But don't forget too, I've got my podcast, which is Tired of the Wait, W-E-I-G-H-T, W-E. <laughs> the E always rolls off real funny, but like wait. 
yes, physical weight, but also maybe mental weight or spiritual health, too, is all wrapped up in there. So if you're into wellness or you know someone who is, this is the podcast for them. So send it to them, even if it's not for you. Uh, and then hit subscribe and enjoy. We have some candid conversations. We laugh, we cry, and we go deep, we go wide, and we have a good time. We have a good time. And I have a good time whenever I find headlines that make me go, huh? And I've been sitting on this one, not on purpose. It just has not made its way to the top. And I thought, you know what? We're going to talk about it today because I think it's interesting that a South African woman, she set the world record for eating chicken feet. Now, chicken feet, chicken feet. Now, some of you good old Southern boys and girls would not turn away chicken feet at all. Some of you of other generations were running fast and far away from that particular part of the bird. Some considered a delicacy, some not so much. But in other parts of the world, it's, you know, they eat the whole bird. Oh, yeah. I was just, I'm thinking, though, But if you have all the odd things I've eaten, I don't think I've ever had chicken feet. So here's, here, here's where, here is why this headline, not only is it that it's chicken feet, normally when you think of an eating contest, what do you think of? Volume, right? Yeah. Like How many hot dogs? And it's like this insane amount of pounds of ice cream <laughs> this insane amount of food okay so in one minute time period to win the competition and set the record how many chicken feet do you think this woman downed 27 three and a half i have a feeling i could <laughs> i could compete in that realm you think but have you ever eaten a chicken foot no so not that i can remember this is why i'm intrigued by this so i have not it's not something that there's not a place on the food chart. Food pyramid does not have <laughs> chicken feet in it. I don't even know which food group it would go it would go necessarily into. It'd be snug between probably fat and a carbohydrate. Anyway, doesn't matter. I'm guessing It's gotta have some protein in there it's somewhere. It's gotta have some protein in there somewhere. Some collagen, something good for your hair and skin, who knows? Fiber for sure. Um it's gotta be tough, right? Like Yeah. So it's gotta be chewy. So the good thing about chicken feet is they come with their own toothpicks. Are they pickled? So Okay, so it doesn't say anything about it being pickled or unpickled. It just says that she downed, she set the Guinness World Record by eating 4.26 ounces of chicken feet in 60 seconds, which is about three and a half chicken feet in one minute. Now, a minute's not very long. I get that. Right. I don't know how long the chestnut guy has for his his wiener competition, but I'm sure it's long. It's longer than 60 seconds. It's a couple of minutes, I think. But it's a significantly more a larger amount of food. Ten minutes. He's got ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. But he's eating like what seven or eight hot dogs a minute or something crazy, or maybe even more like ten. I think it's more than that. It's it's a ludicrous number of hot dogs. It's disgusting. Is what it is. But it's good old American dream. Three and a half, three and a half chicken feet feels like I don't know. Maybe this is opened for an American to swoop in and still again steal her title and steal her title after she worked long and hard to attain the title of Queen Empress of eating chicken feet. Uh huh. The record attempt was filmed. By a show that celebrates unusual accomplishments and talents of South Africans. She was really excited to win. But it's just three and a half. 
Could you, I mean, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's something we might actually have to test. Because I don't want to try to get anywhere close to eating as many as Joey Chestnut, but in the in the interest of trying a new thing, since I can't remember ever eating chicken feet, four seems like a number I could achieve. Mike says they're crunchy like a chip. Don't you get to chew up the toes, or do you spit them out first? I don't know. I didn't watch the video. <laughs> and is it, you know, at what stage of the chicken's life for the feet being? You think about a turkey leg. It's really like a llama leg. So, I mean, how big are these chicken feet? <laughs> I mean, are they big, I'm just laughing feet? because I'm going, there's all kind of different weird tangents I could go off. Like you said, turkey leg, and I'm thinking, what about ostrich legs? You see people talk about ostrich eggs, but you never see them roast up an ostrich leg. Oh, ostrich would have been a better choice than llama. <laughs> Llamas don't have feathers. <laughs> All right. There's your T-shirt. There. <laughs> Llamas, Llamas don't, don't have, have feathers. feathers. I won a Guinness World Record. I ate three and a half chicken feet in 60 seconds. My mom is proud. All right, stick with this. You got real sports coming up next from 3 to 6 with the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi. Rhino and I will be back with you on Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.